I'm speaking with Martha Swanson, Student Placement Supervisor with the Minneapolis Public Schools at the New Family Center. Martha, tell us a little bit about these pop-up placement events that you guys are doing. So we want to recognize that families can't always make it in during our regular business hours from 8 to 4.30 at our two centers. So we are looking for creative ways to be out in the community, popping up here and there. Uh, For example, sometimes just in front of our own buildings, but out there to make people aware that we are there with our big Enroll Now sign and trying to be at places like park events, uh, other kinds of community events, things that are going on so that we can be where the people are. What does the student placement process look like for someone that show up to one of these events? So it depends where they are in the process. If they got started really early and got their request in, maybe in January or February before the deadline, and got their placement letter, got enrolled at school, got everything taken care of, bless their hearts, (laughs) they did it all early and they don't need to find us right now, unless we do want people to be aware, if they haven't taken the step of going to their school to complete registration paperwork, they might wind up without a bus stop if they haven't turned in a bus request. So if you think you didn't do a bus request, you should come into one of our centers to complete a bus stop request by the end of July. So by July 29th, have that done to make sure that you're assured a bus stop for the first day of school, September 3rd. Martha, what are some of the challenges that you have when trying to find the appropriate schools for students? The first thing we usually are looking at with a family is where they live. Most families are choosing a school based on their home address. Sometimes it's based on a childcare or a relative where their child goes to before or after school. Uh, Sometimes families don't want a school in their neighborhood at all. They might want it based on their work, so they're driving their kids to school. The second thing that we're looking at, especially now, is capacity. School buildings are, of course, physical spaces with walls um, that we can't just push out and pull back in. So we are physically limited uh, at a lot of our schools by space. So a family might come in with a third, fifth, and seventh grader wanting a certain school, and we look at the numbers and say, well, we got one spot in seventh, but we're too full in the other grade. So Uh, we are sometimes limited by capacity. So that's why we always encourage families to come in as early as possible in the process to increase their chances of getting what they want. What kind of service can you offer those who perhaps are not native English speakers that are interested in attending one of these events? Great question. Um, Half of our staff are bilingual. We have two centers. So um, my shop here, the New Families Center on Chicago and 34th, all our team are bilingual. So we are specifically here to serve families who don't have English as a first language. And we serve everybody else too. I just want, I don't want anyone to feel shy about coming here because we'll help everybody. Um, But we also want people to know that we have bilingual staff. So one piece um, that we do is we provide an English assessment. The federal and state law says that any student who has a home language other than English must have an English assessment, and that's not to separate that child out in any way. It's to make sure that they have equal access to education. So if we find out that they would qualify for EL, or English Learner Services, then we want to make sure to find out as early as possible in their education to make sure they have every chance possible. If someone has a child that they suspect might have some sort of special needs, what would be your advice to them? If this is a student who's already begun school, they would want to talk right away to the school social worker. If they want to pursue a special education evaluation, that's how that would start is by talking with the school social worker. And at 
might be something where they'd put it in writing to ask for that. If it's a, a parent of a child who hasn't started school yet, then they should definitely call um, the Minneapolis Public Schools Early Childhood Screening Department, and their slogan is Screen at Three. So all children should be screened once they turn three to make sure that they're on track developmentally and that there are no concerns about their learning progress. At this point in the summer, as school starts to approach, how does that affect the volume of students you try to serve? Right now, it's a beautiful time to come on in because in about a month, uh, begins not even a month, two and a half weeks, maybe three weeks, the fall rush will start and we will have people lined up. Sometimes they have to wait up to a couple hours, especially if they have a more involved process that we need to go through. So uh, please come right away if you can at all and don't wait because you'll be sorry. (laughs) It'll, It'll take you a lot longer to get through it then. The Minneapolis Public Schools is currently reviewing comprehensive district design and how does that affect what you guys do? Well the comprehensive district design is at this point a discussion, an evaluation, an investigation. It's looking at how we do everything. The district has recognized that we do things great for most people but that there are stakeholders in our district who aren't getting what they need. We are looking at everything to find a way, a model that will serve all our students equitably. It doesn't mean that every student will get exactly the same thing, but we need to see what every student needs to succeed and create a model that will address that. You asked how that will affect our department. The student placement department is sort of sister departments with the engagement department. So we are all under the same division and whatever the outcomes are, it'll be a process of gathering feedback hearing the community, sharing the information with the community, and our team is right there with the engagement team in doing so. If there are changes down the road in the the way the district is designed as far as what we offer, which schools have which programs, what are the pathways, that will be incumbent on our team to be very familiar with that as we guide parents in making their school choices and navigating the new design of the district. And how has reception been so far to the comprehensive district design? One of the messages I know that the community had for the district as this started to be unfolded was that we should slow down, that there's no hurry, take time, get lots of feedback. So I would like to invite everybody to go online and complete a feedback form that's online. Even if you're not a parent or a resident, we value everybody's thoughts and responses to it. Martha Swanson, the Student Placement Supervisor for the Minneapolis Public Schools, thank you so much. Well, thank you. This has been a really nice chance to talk about what we're doing and doing in the future.